Welcome to Central Valley Physicians Podcast. My name is Nicole Butler, and I'm with Fresno Madeira Medical Society. Today, I have Perminder Batia here. He's a neurologist in town, and he, we're going to talk about clinical trials and some of the clinical trials that he has going on currently with Alzheimer's. Welcome, doctor. Hello. Thank you um, for having me here. Thank you for coming. So this, this is an interesting um, topic because I think there's a lot of information or a lot of lack of information that people have when it comes to clinical trials. Can you, can you start with what exactly is a clinical trial? A clinical trial is a, uh, you can say, taking a medicine or a procedure which is yet not approved by FDA. So uh, let's say that one of the drug companies come out with a new medicine which they seem to be very promising or effective for a certain condition. So they want to, they come to us, say, okay, we have this this medicine coming out, this works this way, this is the protocol exactly how we want, these are the patients we want, and if you have those patients in the trials, we call them subjects, if you have those patient subjects, can you bring them in the trial so that they can take the medicine and respond back to us, uh, how this medicine helps. We have to do certain testing, and certain way all the testing or the procedures are being done, depending on the trial, four weeks to four years, and they compile the data. And then they can go to FDA and say, okay, we have tested this medicine on these many patients. These are our outcomes. And then they ask for approval from the FDA. Okay, so w- when you say that a drug company l- launches a-, a trial, they're doing it in multiple different locations. They're not just going to one doctor, right? There's different, um, there's different areas that they would do the same trial in, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, it, it depends on trial size. So mostly they don't want to uh, put the burden only on one site or one doctor because if they mess around, then whole trial is messed around. So they don't want one site or one doctor to have more than 5% or maximum, they will say 10% input of the data. So they will go either international when they are going into European countries also or then US also, or they may be just confined to US having 50 or 60 different places in the whole of the country doing the trial. Okay, so you say about each physician would probably carry anywhere from 5% up to 10%, but how many people are usually in a clinical study? Usually, at, at, at dep- again, it depends on the, on the what we are. The Alzheimer's study we were doing, they wanted 1,800 patients in the uh-huh. whole of US. Uh, another trial we're doing for like diabetic neuropathy, they want 180 patients in the whole of US. So it all depends on how many uh, are they can be. A bigger condition like Alzheimer's, they can have more because they need a more uh, input, more, uh, more data because this is a progressive disease. So they don't want a small size. But for a, another condition like diabetic neuropathy or <clears throat> peripheral neuropathy, they, they can manage with smaller size, like 150 or 200 patients. Okay. So what are, as a patient, what are some of the advantages of a clinical trial? One is that for the, they can have a new medicine which could be working very well for them. Uh, and then they can have a, what we call as an open label extension where they can get the free medicine for up to a year, even two years. I, I can just give you one example. We are doing one MS trial and this medicine, multipasclosis, and this medicine is not approved yet, but the medicine is so effective, the patients who are in the trial from the last five years had no, no MS relapse. And, and the company said, we will give the medicine till it is approved by FDA. So they get free medicine, which costs about 60 to $70,000 a year yeah. for, for no copay. They get free MRIs. They get free visits to the to the office to the physician. So that is one of the plus benefit. Second, 
sometimes the medicine is very effective. So they have three or four years before it is available, like in this case, five years uh, to the general public. So they are taking that medicine and they are ahead of general public for four to five years. Third, somebody has no insurance. They participate in the trial. They get free care, free blood workup, ECGs and everything. So this is good for a somebody like this. And fourth, many times in certain conditions like Alzheimer's or Parkinson's or MS, where there is no cure, people like to find a cure. They would like to volunteer. Like I said, you send you that if you listen to that patient recording, they like to volunteer so that they can at least if they they can benefit. If they cannot, they can at least have a cure for their kids or children who five or ten years, twenty years down the road. Very fascinating. So, are there are there any risks? Associated with yes, the there form. are risks involved uh, because these medicines are new. So they have gone through what we call as a, a phase one trial or even the animal trials. So the most common side effects are known. A phase one trial is where healthy volunteers given up to seven to ten times the recommended dosage. Okay, so most common side effects are known, but no, but very rare side effect which can come up when hundred thousand people take the medicine or something like that. Uh, may not. So yes, there is risk involved with these trials. Uh, but again, uh, risk involved is, is lesser than, than or as good as any other medicine. Okay. Let me put it this way. Uh, like we, giving one example, we did a, a stem cell transplant trial for the stroke. There is no treatment for the stroke. And the, we knew that there was going to be possibility of seizure happening when the, when the surgery is being done. And yes, there was 10% risk of seizure. They mm-hmm. had seizure, in the, but only during the time of surgery, but nothing after that. So some of these are known, some of these are not known. Uh, but again, that is, the, that is the risk being taken during the clinical trial. So when, when you're um, managing a clinical trial for a pharmaceutical company or for somebody, is there, are you tracking it based on what their requirements are? So if there are side effects, you're tracking that and, and reporting that back into the organization. Is that how that works? Okay. The clinical, there is what is called as IRB, Institutional Review Board. It depends on, uh, most of the universities have their own IRB because the IRBs make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But what I'm not attached with any university, so what we have, we go with called a central IRB. So there are five or seven central IRBs in whole of USA which control. So drug companies put them protocol, protocol the IRBs, which is different physicians or different research people who have done that, they go over the protocol and they approve the protocol. So we have a protocol that we need a patient from this age, giving example of Alzheimer's, we need a patient 50 to 75 years age or 85 years age. These are the criteria. This is how you first uh, evaluate them. Then we are going to do these testing on these patients. And then once they, they have anything out of the range, out of that protocol range, they're out. Uh, if the kidney is issue, like we're doing diabetic neuropathy trial, they have to have a good control of diabetes. Hemoglobin A1C should be less than 11. Anybody more than 11? No, you can't go in the trial. Okay. So these are fixed, certain fixed criteria, which I cannot change. Okay. Okay. So I simply tell them, okay, sorry, your kidneys are not working great. You're not allowed. And that's where the patient safety comes. You don't want a, somebody to go in the trial who is not safe to participate in the trial. Right. Or who has a risk factor already, which can cause more problem. Okay. Okay. So, um, so you mentioned a couple of your clinical trials that you have currently going on. Um, you know, you mentioned Alzheimer's. Is that, is that a couple, you have a couple of those trials? We have, we have presently uh, one trial going on, which is for, to check the medicine for slowing or cure of the Alzheimer. I will use that word. Okay. Uh, now let me go back a little bit, talk about dementia or Alzheimer's. Okay. Okay. Now, 
by definition, any progressive loss of memory is called as dementia. More than six months without any any etiology. Okay, so there are many different causes of dementia. About 80% people in U.S. the cause of dementia is Alzheimer's. If you have somebody plus 90, yeah, could be some senile causes, but below 90, 80% people have Alzheimer's. That's the number one cause in U.S. Second biggest cause is strokes, vascular dementia. Then comes the rare dementia like frontotemporal dementia or Lewy body dementia, Parkinson dementia. So these are rare causes, not so commonly seen of dementia. So Alzheimer's is the most common one. At the present time, a lot of, uh, I, I can give you exactly numbers right now, but there are 30 million people suffering from Alzheimer's. And they say by another 10 years, it'll be 50 million. The care being provided and the expenses are going to be roughly seven to $8 billion each year for the for the Alzheimer patient to mm -hmm. be provided. Now, Alzheimer is caused by two so-called, we have two theories. One is the amyloid plaque formation in the brain, and second one is what is called as a tau proteins, T-A-U, tau proteins. It is known that these changes start happening in the brain around 50 years age, somewhere like that. But memory problems do not start till these changes are almost 90% accumulated. So we are starting the treatment for Alzheimer's, or even if we want a cure, really late okay by then what we are doing is we're just delaying the progression of the disease mm -hmm. now at the present time for alzheimer's there are two types of medicines approved uh, they work roughly 50 percent or lesser some people think they don't even work uh, so everybody's different only thing they do is they delay the progression of the disease they do not cure okay okay if normally let's say we diagnose a patient with alzheimer's and it takes 10 years for them to go to a nursing home, these medicines can delay to 12 or 15 years. They can stay home. But it all depends on how the patient progresses, what other conditions they have along with Alzheimer's. So what we just finished a, a trial with was for amyloid plaques. Okay, the one which we're doing right now is that we give IV medicine every month to see if that decreases or dissolves the tau protein in the brain, which is a contributor to the, to the, uh, to the Alzheimer's disease. So this trial we're doing is, is from Biogen. And again, if you recently heard the news, Biogen had another trial positive for Alzheimer's disease. Uh, that trial medicine was positive, showing the uh, slowing down the progression of the disease. I do not know the details that were just two days out uh, in, the, in the news. So this trial we're doing is, what we will do is we will evaluate the patient first. They don't have to have a diagnosis of Alzheimer's disease. Uh, it's 55 to 85 year age. <coughs> Even people who have what we call as mild cognitive impairment, they think that they have they are forgetful and they have made they have a positive family history like I had somebody today. They can come and participate and be tested. So when they come to our office, we have them sign a what we call as a consent form. A consent form is a, a plain language information about the trial. So they read it, they can sign it immediately, they can take it home, discuss with their family members, they want to come back they sign the consent form. And that's when we start first with the two minimal testing, okay? If they fail those testing, that confirms that they have memory impairment. And then we do the blood workup and ECG to make sure that overall condition is fine. They're not having any significant liver problem or heart problem, so we go over the history with them. Once the blood workup come back, it's fine, they have no big issue, then we get them amyloid scan. Now, what is an amyloid scan? At the present time, no insurance company is paying for amyloid scan. To confirm a diagnosis of Alzheimer's, either old timer used to be after 
uh, death biopsy or we can do spinal tap and see if these proteins are high in their blood. And this third one is amyloid scan, it's diagnostic. If somebody wants to get it done on its own, yes, they have to pay about five to $6,000 for the scan. And no insurance company is covering it. So they get the amyloid scan first. Amyloid scan shows that yes, they have Alzheimer's, then they go further. If the amyloid scan shows no, they don't have Alzheimer's on today's date, they don't go further, they're done with that that day that means they don't have an alzheimer or their memory impairment is not because of alzheimer's so that's first benefit of participating clinical trial is they get a confirmation recently medicare paid they did a trial for eight, with 18000 patients and main uh, main investigator was from san francisco uh, there are we dr alving and dr walton we did participate in that trial we had about 70 patients and outcome was that Anybody who is somebody who is being treated and diagnosed with Alzheimer, 30% patients had no had negative scan. That means they were they did not have Alzheimer at all. They were being labeled and treated for Alzheimer's. So that was interesting outcome from that, yeah. that trial. So I want to I want to deviate a little bit on the it's MLR scan is that amyloid amyloid scan. Uh, yeah. So uh, just for the the purpose of Diagnosing? Why wouldn't insurance companies pay for this? This just because doesn't make it, a lot it's, of it's sense. Still, it's still they call it experimental. Ex- oh, I see. Okay, all right. So the thirteen percent, thirty three zero. Th- oh, thirty percent. Thirty percent. They had a negative wow. scan who were being treated with uh, for Alzheimer. They had a negative scan. Fascinating. Yes. Okay. And that's a big number. That's a huge number. That's a huge number. Yes. So well, I hope that you know in the future that this. MLR scan will allow yeah. for more, for insurance more companies will allow yes. for it for diagnosis. That's yes. good. Okay, okay. So go back to so the requirements. You take the scan and you sign off the paperwork. And then at that point, if you are diagnosed with, with Alzheimer's, yes. then you so, can move forward. Then we still need to do a couple of more testing in the form of free MRI because we want to make sure they don't have multiple strokes in the brain. So something is not compounding. We want a, a pure Alzheimer patient. Okay. Okay. And then... Uh, then they get the medicine. Now, this medicine which we are looking right now is intravenous. So they get an intravenous medicine every month. And how, how does that work? So intravenous, is it some, they're coming in? They're, they're coming in. A, we will set the IV. Okay. We set the IV. They get the medicine uh, over an hour, and then, okay. they, then they go home. Now, again, remember, every clinical trial has a what we call as a placebo part. Mm-hmm. Means they are compared with somebody who's getting medicine and somebody who's getting placebo, okay? So uh, as in this case, we are picking very early patients. One, they can tolerate placebo. Second, if they're already on a medicine, available medicine, which are like Dunapazil or Exilon patch, or they, are, they will continue those. They don't have to stop those medicines. So this will be an addition to them. Okay. Okay, and works a different way than the present available medicine. They will not only get the amyloid scan, they will also something called as a tau scan, which assesses the tau, T-A-U, tau proteins in the brain, free of cost throughout the trial to see how the medicine is affecting their uh, abnormalities in the brain, in the scan. They will also get repeated detailed memory testing every three to six months to see how they are progressing. Fascinating. So once, so this trial, this is the second time they've done this trial or is it the first time? I, I, 
they are doing this is the second time second they do trial. Yeah, okay. but still they are, they are, they're looking for different dosages. So I the see. the person who's getting the medicine will be blinded. They will so not they don't know it. if they're they placebo or they're not. Getting. I will be blinded. Only the computer is computer knows what they're getting. So even the even the drug company doesn't know what they're getting. So as that as the whole thing is done, then only they go back and they compile the data okay. to see. Only thing they keep on doing routinely every three to six months is what we call as a safety issue. So if if they they somebody if they already know the side effects, major side effects. Somebody is having something major side effect which they don't know. That's when they can stop the trial, saying, "Okay, we are having safety issues with the medicine. We want to stop mm-hmm. stop the trial." Um, the the first round went smooth though, right? That, I yep. assume that's why they're doing mm-hmm. the second one. Yep. And how long is this 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 is eighteen trial? months? Eighteen months long. Eighteen trial. months. Okay. Yes. All right, which is not you know terribly long. Yeah. No. And have you have you have they published anything around the first studies on what some of those no, outcomes not, would look I like? They won't yet. do that until the very yeah, end. Yes, they won't do it till the very end. And that's and in the end, you think it's around eighteen hundred patients? No, they they don't need eighteen hundred patients here. I think they need eight hundred patients. Eight hundred. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, fascinating. Yeah. So um, because it's 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 an IV. Sometimes everybody doesn't want to go for an IV. The trial we just uh, did with the Eli Lilly was a was a tablet, so that was more easy. Take one tablet every day. But again, same way, uh, you know, the medicine has to get absorbed through the stomach. Liver clears up. How much goes to brain is difficult. Here, mm-hmm. it's getting IV directly. So maybe some more benefit. Again, still a trial. We are comparing with with placebo. We don't know. Uh, just for your information, uh, it has been more than 10 years since last medicine was approved for Alzheimer. That seems like forever in like, modern medicine yes. these days. Yeah. That is a long time. That's a long time. Well, this sounds encouraging. This is fascinating that, that there are studies like this that are accessible to people that yes. live in the Central Valley. Right. If some, Are you still accepting yeah, patients we, on this trial? We're just starting the trial. Oh, okay. And yeah. so if somebody is interested, what's the best way to to um, contact your office or do, do they go through your office to yeah, start they the have study? To because we, these are being done at my, my office. So technically they can contact us if they're interested. We will give them a time frame when they come in. I'll be happy to explain the trial to them first. Okay, this is what we're doing. They take the information home. They want to discuss with their family members, their spouses. Uh, then they can come back and we can set them an appointment if they say, okay, yeah, I'm willing to go through the trial. Then we'll set them an appointment. So they can call either my office, uh, leave a number. They can go to our website. Uh, I can. We have an email. They can email information, okay, that they are interested and we can, we can go from there. And so um, just to reiterate, somebody that's on this trial, they don't pay for any of the medical scans that they're needed, any of the testing, any of the medication. That's all covered by the study, correct? Yes, and they do get compensated for the, some travel reimbursement, but that's like minimum, yeah, $50, $70. Yeah. For you're the not time. doing it for the money. No, <laughs> nobody's doing, doing it for the money. You're doing it for the possibility yes. of finding a cure, finding a cure yes. or, or improving your own health right. or your individual But again, sometimes we need most of these Alzheimer trials because the person is by definition, memory impaired. So we need to have a spouse or somebody who knows them very well to come along with them at the time. Because some memory testing involved, like we're going to ask the spouse or caregiver some questions and then go back and ask the patient, okay, did you do you remember this? Do you remember this? So it is important that we do have a caregiver or a spouse who know them very well to come along with them. Okay. So, or or uh, one of their children or somebody. One of the children yeah. who knows them very well, yes. Okay. Well, that's fascinating. So are there any other trials that you're currently getting ready to start or working yes, on? Yes, we are doing one another trial for people who have already been diagnosed with Alzheimer's, okay, with routine 
testing. They do not get an amyloid scan and they are taking a medicine called as either Naminda or Memantine and Donapazil. So they are already taking two medicines. Okay. So here we are doing adding a third medicine which works a different way and we want the this trial is six months long. So patient comes in, they get a they have to they already should have a scan, a regular scan, regular mm -hmm. CAT scan or MRI and a diagnosis of Alzheimer's on these two medicines from at least three months. So they come, we evaluate them, we test them, they should be in the moderate range of Alzheimer's. So normally what everybody gets and that many physicians do that, not only neurologists, is something called as a mini mental state examination. So that is a testing for the memory. So we know that if somebody's numbers are between 21 and 26, they're mild disease, a number between 10 and 20 is moderate and below 10 is severe disease. That means you're forgetting a lot. So here for this trial, we're taking patients with moderate disease on these two medicines and then add a third medicine. And this is six months long. So we do their memory testing uh, and want check if they are stable or they are getting worse. Okay. So there is there are three components in the trial. One is placebo, one is 50 milligram, one is 100 milligram. So two third chances that they will get the medicine. Okay. One third chance that they will get they can get placebo. Mm -hmm. But then they lose nothing because they're already on the available medicines. Right, right. And company is promising now that somebody is on the medicine and, you know, many times people say, okay, after six months, then what? Okay, I'm going to go back to the same thing. But here they're promising they will give medicine for another year to two years. That's good. So that is a second one we're doing. And third one we are is like many patients, when they get, get more advanced, uh, they start having hallucinations. Okay. So visual hallucination, they see things, they see birds, animals get agitated. So we are doing two different trials. One is just for the agitation, because you might have heard uh, what is called a sundowning. By four or five o'clock, they start having agitation, they get mad, they can start yelling, okay? Because they, they are not in their senses, right, okay? Right. So we are doing one trial for that, we're looking for a new medicine, because there is nothing, in, uh, uh, nothing approved so far by FDA. And second one we are looking for is mainly for hallucinations. Somebody who has hallucinations, visual, auditory. So the second medicine is for that. Okay. So we're doing four Alzheimer trial right now. So I'm just curious. They don't, other two trials, they don't have to have a diagnosis. of One, only in one with hallucination. It can be any dementia. Doesn't matter Alzheimer, doesn't matter vascular, doesn't matter Lewy body. Okay. So they will get the medicine for hallucinations. And you still have time to practice in between all these trials. Oh, yes, I do. I do practice, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, you know, what's the best way? Um, you mentioned you get on your website or call your office. What is your, your website address? Uh, website is www.neuropain, N-E-U-R-O-P-A-I-N, neuropain.com. Office number is 559-437-9700. Or they can send an email at research at neuropain.com. And even if somebody, once again, you talked about this first trial not having the diagnosis of Alzheimer's. So if, if they feel that their family member is having some memory loss, they, could, they should still call. You're going to screen them ahead of time to find out. They'll get this scan that will diagnose them yes. for the most part. So it could be a good way to, to get your loved ones involved um, at this stage, it's right. it's it's important too. It's important. I think we we because this is these trials, particularly these three conditions which I said before, Parkinson disease, MS, and even uh, Alzheimer's disease or any type of dementia. We need volunteers. People need to come forward and need to participate. Not they may be they may be what I'm saying is moderate or maybe advanced or mm -hmm. maybe something, but at least they can 
benefit the next generation, at least their children. You know that it, there is high probability somebody's parents have Alzheimer's, they can have Alzheimer's too. Right. The genetics are passed, though it is not a 100% genetic disease, but at least they can benefit for the children to find a cure. It is my thinking that about 10 or 15 years down, we will have a, a couple of what we call as a, a cocktail of medicines, which person will get, a, if they have a strong family history, they will get the scan at 50 years age, they find I'm having amyloid plaques in my brain. Let's start taking cocktail to prevent it. So prevent it, this right. is going to happen. Right. This so you're coming. you're actually you're you're going to see a prevention versus a monitoring to slow down the disease. Right. Okay. Fascinating. Yeah. Well, so, I I think this is great. I good luck. I hope this is a successful trial yeah. for everybody. So we have there have been a lot of trials for Alzheimer's. There have been vaccine trials. There have been intravenous different medication trial because so far even though we are evolving into the treatment we still are not clear what is the pathology so once they each company starts working on different focusing or they have different uh, medicines a uh, different focusing so Eli Lilly, Biogen, AstraZeneca uh, these companies are working great sometimes they fail they spend millions and millions right. of dollars and they don't find an answer but that's that's that's, that's the, part of that's the research that's, that's research. how it works yes well, thank you for your time. Is there anything else that you want to add in about about this trial or clinical trials in general? Yes. Again, we are not doing trial only on Alzheimer's. As I said, we are doing trials on Parkinson's. If somebody has advanced Parkinson's, we are doing a trial on what we call a levodopa pump. Okay, like like nowadays insulin pump people mm-hmm. use for for a, a diabetes. We are doing a levodopa pump trial where people will get a pump and twenty four hours uh, levodopa that will stop the on and off or dyskinesia. So that will routinely give them. Parkinson medicine levodopa around the clock uh, in the system and in this trial we're still recruiting patients which are and there is no placebo involved they deal get the medicine. Getting the medicine they get the medicine Good. okay so we are doing a uh, multiple sclerosis trials a uh, couple of trials where if somebody is already on what is called as tech for medicine and fail that they can add a second medicine and see how the combination works okay same way, multiple sclerosis medicines work in different way in the body. They attack the uh, control the immune system in two or three different ways. So combining these medicines, which work on different way in the immune system, sometimes may work better, but we don't know. So we are doing a, a trial for that. Uh, we are also doing a couple of trials for diabetic neuropathy. It's a very painful condition with diabetes kills the nerves. Mm-hmm. And even sometimes we also doing a trial for what is called as a, a painful neuropathy, where people have narrow pain in their legs without even knowing diabetes. So these are some interesting trials we're doing right now. So I would say pretty much anybody that has to do with a neurology issue to call your office yeah, we and, are doing, and talk we, about we, it. Uh, yes, we just finished a trial with the, for migraine. And you uh-huh. recently heard a new medicine approved for migraine once a month, yep. Amovig. Yep. So we, are doing, we did finish a trial with the same type of medicine with a different company, but a tablet. Okay. So instead of a shot, people can take a tablet. Yeah. So... New medicines sometimes coming pretty good. We are doing a few epilepsy trials where uh, we have one medicine working right now where people were having almost 10 seizures a month, and now they don't have anyone in six months. So some new medicines are very interesting, very, very effective. That's With lesser side effect. Yeah. yeah. We talked about the migraine medicine on an earlier podcast, and your name had come up about, yeah. about because uh, you do have a, a migraine clinic there mm-hmm. as well, yes. right? Yeah. So, wow. So anybody, like I said, anything that's going wrong with your brain, come see you. Come, come You've see got us, a yes. busy, we'll busy, busy us, yeah. practice, it sounds like. But <laughs> yes. it's all for good good research and, and good yes. causes, good Again, as treatment. I said, somebody uh, 
has no insurance and if they fit into a trial, we'll be happy to yeah. get them in a trial. Assess them and, and find out if they qualify for the yes. trial. That's good. Well, thank you, Dr. Body. It was so thank good you. to see you. And um, I'm sure we'll have you back for sure. another topic in the future. But this sure. was great. Great information. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.